0: What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy, and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theatreaccounts.co.uk. That's Theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theateraccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the In's and Out's podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Inns and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Inns and Outs Podcast, I speak to my very good friend, Ricky Jinx. Ricky is a professional dancer and choreographer who you may have seen his work on The Greatest Dancer, not this season, but the first ever season. Me and Ricky go way back, so we talk a bit about our past, we talk about how we got into dance, we talk about his college experience, we talk about everything um we have a very very good chat this podcast was done by instagram live how i'm doing quite a few of them at the moment during covid19 that'll be covid19 uh we had quite a lot to drink in this chat so we ramble on but i had such a good time catching up with him um i hope you enjoy this is the wonderful ricky jinx hey my friend cheers chin chin you got wine yeah what have you got I didn't want to open a bottle just for me because Georgia doesn't fancy any, so I'm on the gin.
1: Where is Georgia?
0: In the room. In the bedroom. Probably watching 90210. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How have you been?
1: I'm good. I hate looking at myself on camera at my hair. No,
0: look at your hair.
1: Oh, I just keep looking at my bald
0: head. It's okay though, because watch this. Look at the state.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: I don't know how to just bob it off. Do you know what I mean? I look like I'm six again. Just get Georgia to shave the whole thing. Well, I said, I was like, I either need to like, go bold, but she's like, I've got a massive forehead. I've got like a five head. Yeah, like,
1: but I thought that exact same thing, honestly. And I mean, it is big, but it looks fine
0: once it's cut. She's just I like, hey, no, like, you can't. I'm
1: losing my hair as well. Though that's...
0: She's like, you can't go bold. You've got a massive head. And I was like, all right, then. then we go the complete other way and we don't cut it at all. We just grow, grow it. it. Grow it. Yeah,
1: that
0: looks like. Yeah, I look like a Ginger Russell brand from 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but if I do do it, because I'm so pale anyway, I will look seriously ill. Yeah. You, you, mean, might, you might look. It's not going to work in my favour, and I will burn my scalp bit. I was going to say, have you been wearing sun cream? Yeah, a little bit. Factor 30 every time I do it, but it's i'm not outside long enough for it to affect me because i haven't got a garden
1: yeah that's what i think though but i've been putting that factor 50 on to be safe yes 50. i burn every single time oh and you're like well it's not it's a bit cloudy it's not really i'm not really out that long and then every time i burn so i'm trying to learn
0: my mistakes and grow as a person but i'm like the king of burning though yeah like I burn all the time. I remember we did um when we did a show for Nicole in Malta, we were all out we lost our luggage and everything, it was a nightmare, so I didn't have any sun cream on me. And I was like, I'll be fine. It's just like a day like the day before the show. It's the only day I'm gonna get to play. <laughs> so we we're all we we're all swimming in the sea. They've about six hours. I burned so bad. So I put so much like after sun on, and then obviously for the show, we end up shirtless for it. I had to try and do windmills on the stage. (laughs) I dropped into him and I slid like three meters. Brilliant. I'm like the king of burning. Really. This this is exciting. This is exciting, finally. I know. Well, we've been trying to make it work for ages. Um, but I was useless. Well, you're not useless. You're busy, you're not useless. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) to get me on it's the perfect time unemployment fun unemployment fun that's okay how are you surviving? um you enjoying it? lots of this what's that? biscoff
1: biscoff um no it's taken me a while to try and make this my normal like I think the sooner that you can make this your normal life the easier it is going to be and I've just I had a tough time doing it and still I am it's up and down for me really um it's it's been great for me to get creative and all of the things that um most people are talking about like just getting more into tune with myself and Thinking about things that I haven't done before, and speaking to my friends more, and I've spoken to my family more than I've ever mm. spoken to them. Yeah, same. In my life, like I speak same. to my mom every day, and it's I'm like, why didn't I do that before? It's the best thing ever for them and for me. So, mm. um, yeah, it's 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 been tough, and then obviously work wise, it's just, trash time for everyone. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm I, I'm I'm okay, and I'm not as bad as. A lot of other people but it's also real for me like our landlord told us yesterday we have to pay full rent and our rent isn't um the it's not cheap it's not cheap in london and i'm not making any money and i have to be proactive to make sure that i
0: i am so sorry sorry all right let me just don't leave me in that case i'll have a sip of gin he's back sorry okay. it's
1: on, do not, no one should break
0: me um yeah so now i'm just
1: trying to figure out like working in this time because at first i spent a lot of time just being like okay what can i use this time be active get exercise okay. and i'm doing all of those things but now my roommate just told me oh they were announced today it's another three weeks which i was expecting anyway but it's like okay we need to I need to get my business mind on now and actually make sure that i make money because i feel like i i've spent years of getting to the point where i am now and i can use my skills i have to do things online but it just Mm -hmm. i'm just such a person that is like oh but if i'm going to do a class online i can't actually interact with them and give them real feedback and they won't get as much from it as in person but i just have to get over those things and realize that people still enjoy doing class and stuff so
0: yeah it, i agree fine it's Good. it's so. interesting because before it i was all like yeah but we can practice like let's you use this time to do the things that we don't normally have time to do yeah. you know what i mean like i've been trying to do like a bedtime yoga or a morning yoga yeah. i've been trying to dance way more well i actually dance more now than i do when i'm dancing for a job which is mm-hmm. kind of crazy <laughs> like because i've actually I'm just yeah, got the time to yeah you know what i mean
1: that's, and it's like that's why it's cool as well because i'm like i can take whatever class i want and do half of it if i want to
0: yeah and i can leave that <laughs> so so i'm
1: feeling it but <laughs> so that's why i am dancing way more than i've danced before and i have used my garden to create more than i ever have before and i'm like whoa ricky you've had this garden for a whole year why have you used this as your studio before like it's it's great in lots of ways it's just not so great in financially financially and just like when you remember and you have people that you love that are the isolation is like the worst possible thing that that could be happening for them right now, and then you just mm-hmm. think about that. It's just, I mean, you know, yeah, um, yeah. So then it's it's so up and down. I'm like, yes, this is great. I'm loving it selfishly, and then I think about Ever the enough. people, and I think, yeah, it's just like ah, the biggest hundred to z- zero to hundred constantly, but. It's good. I'm enjoying yeah. it. I'm
0: exercising more than I've ever exercised before. And that's something that you've always been so shit at. So like besides so, dance, like obviously you dance it. all the time, but you're always like, I want to go to the gym. And then you go, I didn't go to the gym. gym it's my worst, you know, it's been my
1: enemy for years. My whole dance career. It's just not been something that I've wanted to do. Yeah. And then, um, sorry, it's just gone out for a um, and then this year it was like, okay, I, I want to do this for me. And for the first time in my life, I realized it's never worked ever before because I was always doing it because of my insecurity of needing to have a certain body type for the work that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like I was subconsciously very in those thoughts and didn't even really, I wasn't really aware of them. I was just getting mad at myself for not doing it. And then in January, I was just like, okay, wait, I want to go to the gym because I want to be fitter. I want to do it for my mental health. I want to have an hour a week where I can go escape. And it's just changed my life, honestly, this year. I, I, I got a PT because I also know myself and I was like, I need to have a PT to,
0: kick my ass. Yeah. Accountability uh, as well for someone to be yeah, like, cost,
1: like. I've got to be there at this time, three times a week. And it's been yeah, it's been great. And it's now I'm like happy in my body, not because I'm like, oh I'm finally getting ripped because it's nothing like that. I just genuinely enjoy the feeling of being fit mm-hmm. and healthy and going out for runs and
0: doing weights. It feels good for the mind yeah i think people underestimate i think people underestimate the benefits of it besides looking good mm-hmm. you know what i mean i that's think that exactly. they go i don't want to go- i'm a dancer i don't want to get bigger muscly so i don't want to go and lift weights but it's like well no like think about your ligaments think about your yeah. bone density these are things as dancers that we need to have strong anyway yeah.
1: and that's the thing and i've had so many messages from my friends that have seen that know me quite well and they've seen things that i've uploaded and they're just like you look so much stronger and so different and honestly the main thing that i love about me working out the past few months is that i actually watch myself dance and i like the way that i look and it's that sounds stupid but i've never i never dance like too much because i don't like the way that i dance Mm -hmm. really um it's, it's stupid but it's real um and it's been clear now that because of my body shape, that is one main reason for it. And now I look at my dance and I'm like, okay, go to the gym because it's gonna make you a better dancer. (laughs) Like for real, my shapes are so much better. The strength, the fluidity is actually better because it has more like engagement behind it. And I know that's Mm -hmm. a little stupid, but I genuinely believe
0: that because I sit and watch my videos for hours and hours and hours at night, so. Well, if you think back to, If you think back to college, like where you learn everything, and obviously (laughs) we went to the same college, we're in different years, but I know the training you had. You were doing lots of strength work without knowing that it was strength work. Do you mean you did Pilates or yoga? You would do so much, like you do so many plie's in your warm up and jazz, and so many things going through your legs to strengthen them. And they were just exercises, they weren't dancing, they were conditioning. That was like the equivalent of a squat or (laughs) the equivalent of some sort of movement you'd be doing you know downward dog roll through strengthening your upper body and then i feel like when you leave that and you stop doing that every day because it's locked in you don't really do that anymore because all you'll do is turn up to the job do the choreography yes. and then leave literally and i found a picture actually from my third
1: year the other day and i was like whoa i think that's the last time i had abs literally last <laughs> time I had abs. um but it's so true. Like, I didn't do a ballet class. I've probably done three ballet classes since I left college. However, six, seven years ago, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's not good. And I've been doing ballet in the garden in the morning. There's a teacher called Sharice does it in the mornings. And it's, you forget, especially if you're a late starter with, like, technical things.
2: You yeah. forget
0: how that shit disappears. Oh, my God. It disappears sometimes I turn (laughs) I'll do like a turn so I do it in the living room and I'll just be like I'm gonna bust out a triple and I go oh no that wasn't three (laughs) that was two (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) and
1: it's something that you have to know you have to know what you want to be doing because if that's the realm that you're going down then you need to be training your ass off and those kind of things um look I mean I don't dance too much in terms of working that much because I've been more creative and choreographically but when i'm working with dancers i'm like well the stuff that i create you need to be very fit for like my you ask anyone that has been in a rehearsal with me in the past year it's boot camp like it's hard work and i expect a lot from them and don't even have the fitness myself and it's kind of rude really
0: (laughs) (laughs) that director role yo Uh, (laughs) sit back and shout again again Yeah, but you're at that place now where you can be that person.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still I'm always going through the friend route and I like to be friendly. I think it's taken me a few years, honestly. I feel like the past couple of years I've finally figured out for me who I really am and how I want to present myself in a rehearsal studio and in a whatever it is when people are working with me. And it's it's hard because a lot of the time you are working with your friends. Yeah. So there's, but then there's this high, hierarchy of like choreographer, dancer, and people really have a thing about those levels in a studio. Um, and that's because we've worked with so many people that demands that I am the choreographer or I am that the- respect. Yeah, and there's uh, many people that like that and this is not saying it's something wrong or it's like a big ego thing but um I realize that that is not what I like and it's me not either. my approach but then you're going into a risky business there because it's like you don't want people to lose respect for you because you're being too nice or you're being mm-hmm. friendly with the dancers you know so it's taken me a long time but I feel like I've got to a point now of figuring that out of having people respect me in a room but also um be on a level with me where we can go for
0: a drink straight mm-hmm. after and it be completely normal and chat but about at, normal life things but at the same time i guess you're working with people who already have that respect for you as a person you know yes. m- most of, i imagine most of the things that you get i mean tell me if i'm wrong i'm just assuming that when you're creating for a job or for a show or something, besides obviously for like college pieces, because yeah. that's different, yeah. um, you're only bringing in the people that you know would yeah. give you that respect. You're not 100%. just seeing someone and going, they're a great dancer, I want to spend six weeks with them. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You using the likes of like Megan Toff, George Hodgson, like the people that you've yeah, known yeah, yeah, for yeah. 10, 15 years.
1: Yeah. And I forget that. And it's, it's a tough, when I did the TV show with the company, it was, the biggest learning curve for me as a choreographer ever and it wasn't even a job in the industry it was on a dance show like and that's because I was in charge of 14 people I was leading these people that were doing like a lot a lot of days for free Mm. for me and they because they're my friends they're constantly telling me like we're loving it we're enjoying it don't feel like bad or guilt. it was hard for me because I'm such a person that is like oh my god thank you for your time even if it's just like for five minutes yeah. you want to work with me oh my god I love you thank you so much and I really have had to the past year start to freaking step into like what people do say about me and believe about me because I don't believe it myself <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it sounds stupid no but it is so real for me like I genuinely still and just like oh wow like when an amazing dancer's like i love your work but they want to work with me i'm still just like okay let's go get in the studio i can't, sorry i can't pay you and they're like oh my god i want to train like I, I the other day i i go to not the other day online
2: <laughs> <The other laughs>
1: a month ago <laughs> <laughs> um i use creation box so i've um got this connection with rachel k now um mm-hmm. and i have a session there every friday um for three hours well i would do normal life and it's literally changed my life because i've had a set three weeks set three hours every week where i am going somewhere and i can create whatever the hell i want to create and there is zero pressure of having to have anything done and that seems pretty obvious and it seems like people do that every day but when you're caught up in life and rehearsal and teaching and blah 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 you have ideas all the time like my brain is just my notes is just nuts with ideas that just never get done because i don't have time or i don't have whatever um so then going into the studio once a week with the chance to explore those things has been so amazing for me and it's um my point was i sometimes invite some of my friends down and stuff and i ask people if they want to come and train and i do like some sessions with them if i don't want to do something by myself and then i did it with a group of girls they're all my friends that are in Mm -hmm. the industry but they're freaking amazing and they all came and we had like the best session just training and afterwards they all were just so grateful and thankful and want to do it again and we're going to create a video and it's just (coughs) it's just cool that i'm in a place that i can do that and not f- finally feel like they don't want to be there because that's
0: what i've always felt yeah <laughs> well and it's interesting that, and stupid but because uh, well i'm sure you've probably yeah you take a bite of that <laughs> uh, that's that's dope that you do set aside that like you mean that time to to challenge yourself and to create and play and find freedom without the pressure of it being for like oh i'm creating for a college this week and i have to come up with a number in this amount of time yeah and then i guess it's not it's organic because that's the i guess how you would do it but like you you have to have something done so whether you're feeling it or not it gets to the point where you have to go it's it's there's no choice here this if i don't like it i haven't got time to Change how yeah. I'm feeling or anything. I've just got to set something. So to have nothing to actually set, and yeah. just go. If I that's do it like, eight,
1: that's honestly, nine t- nine out of ten things I create is in that situation. Like yeah. it's always right. You have three rehearsals. Get it done. I want something similar like this. Or it is like, okay, Ricky, do whatever you want. That's totally fine. But you literally have this amount of time, and you have these people, mm-hmm. um which is fine. And honestly, I love to be challenged in that way. But it wasn't until I started these sessions that I realized, wow, there's not actually much I don't ever really create completely authentically for me and what I want to do with everything, my choice, Mm -hmm. Um, which is
0: like nuts. That's what all creators should be doing.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's nice to do it even if like you're creating say you're creating we'll use wilkes as an example because it's yeah, mutual yeah. ground and i feel like i'm allowed to talk about them um not in a negative way obviously but like say you're using them and you're doing a piece with the second years do you yeah. mean And you've got second years or boys oh and you want to do i don't know i want this to be a triple pirouette into i don't know a jump but half of them can only do a double yeah that, that already restricts your creative brain you know I mean. Whereas especially when, it's, you when it's just students because
1: i have to remember i sometimes expect so much from a teacher at wilkes and addict um mm-hmm. there are my two colleges and i expect so much from them i do like some really hardship with them mm-hmm. and i have to go wait they're college students <laughs> and sometimes it's better if i completely cater to what they can do like i did a wil i did a boy's piece for Wilkes, like probably two years ago now um and yeah I had to completely cater not that they're not good or whatever it's just they're at that point of their training of course mm-hmm. they're not going to do what I would set with dancers that have been in the industry for however long yeah um and yeah it's it's a restriction it doesn't feel like at the time so I really enjoy creating and it's a nice challenge for me but yeah coming out of it it's like oh yeah wow I completely created that based on their abilities, which is fine. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's nice to completely be like, okay, let's do whatever I want. That's the best playground for me ever. And I can't believe I spent so many years thinking, I need to be a commercial dancer, I need to be a commercial dancer, but it's not, it's never been what I've actually wanted to do. I wanna create and I wanna make Mm -hmm. things up in my brain and make them come to life. And that's my favorite thing to do in the
0: world um and now i'm finally stepping into that which is cool okay so tell me a bit about that so when i i know what i know about you for people that don't when you first started dancing your first thing you did was line dancing right yeah so yeah
1: so i mean i was major like street dance studio competitor for years that was literally just what me i did
0: too. for years and years it was life for a long time it was life was it was, life. Life. It was these- <laughs> those rehearsals it was life I it was the in. best and still to this day probably the best moments of my dance life yeah for sure it was amazing like, yeah and then
1: i obviously jenny who was my teacher at the time she was a like country line dancer which it was basically ballroom and latin but by yourself and in <laughs> cowboy, in <a laughs> cowboy hat. <laughs> and yeah, I was literally traveled the world doing that for like three years when I was like six, probably even longer than three years. I think I stopped when I was 10, 11, and I was like world champion line dancer in Nashville, Tennessee. Like, you can't get any more countries than um, And that's where I started. And I honestly learned online so much. Like, it's weird being in this time, so it's taken me back to my childhood that I kind of forgot about like i used to sit on youtube and watch ian eastwood and oh him yeah. and Tucker bartley like and just learn from them and I, and it would be like i'd learn i'd want to learn technical things as well like i had no training at all in ballet or anything um i've actually got some really funny videos that i used to just choreograph and I used to just pretend to do all these turns and <laughs> it's just so bad but i would just be loving it loving it like so much um so then i was like okay need to go to college and need to actually train Mm -hmm. technically which i think at the time i thought oh i've not had this for so long um and it really worried me but then now i look back to my childhood and i don't regret it at all because what i got from jenny in terms of musicality and she i started teaching when i was 12 in the studio yeah. that i grew up at. i started teaching when i was 12. i was choreographing sets like all the street dance sets that me and jenny would do from when i was 12. and i have had so much practice in my childhood years choreographically that was like subconscious i wasn't even aware i was doing it i just loved it and that's what i was doing but now i really 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 see my influence from a kid right. um Anyway, I went to college for three years, actually did some ballet, jazz, contemporary.
0: You did it three years. I did it three years. So for people that don't know, we went to a place called Liberatus, which no longer is it, exists. And it was a yeah. foundation course where they took on people who, I guess, wanted a career in dance. But if we auditioned for like Studio Center or Booth or something, we would have never got in. So their goal was to give you, take you from the very beginning to the end in a short amount of time. But I only had two years. Yeah, well, it wasn't until the year above me.
1: No, I think we were the first year that they started to ask to do three years. So you
0: two? You were two years below me, I think.
1: Yeah. I want to. Yeah, maybe maybe three, three, maybe Jamie's three. Jamie's year, right? No, because I was a year below Jamie, three years younger than me. Yeah. Um. So I did that, and then it was like I didn't want to go and do another three years after the two years, and I would have preferred hell to no. There. I was like, nah, I can't do this another three years. <laughs> I loved it, but um, yeah, so then, which is funny actually you say that because we, I remember when I was 16, I auditioned for the other colleges and people always ask me now like um, about that experience. And like, I didn't even get into, I got offered foundation at Bird College yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even get into performers. And then I figured out, if if I went to those colleges at that time, they asked me, I've been in these colleges, I've not been to Bird, but I've been, I went to performers to set a piece a few years ago, and that was only like two or three years after I would have actually graduated there if I had got in. And it's like, it's so funny because they have no idea.
0: I auditioned for studios twice, and they said no both times. That was before I went to Lib and after. I auditioned for studios and they said no. within so if i had if i got in i would have been in second year but by that time i was already teaching there (laughs) i walked in and the woman (laughs) was like we know you and lisa phillips was like kane Um, (laughs) i was like you said twice
1: people are so worried about that stuff i have so many students that are like i didn't get into this college or i didn't even get into it it's like don't worry that's that's okay i didn't either and i was teaching there three years later it's like everything truly happens for a reason whether you know that reason or not i really believe it and if you're just passionate about dancing I, i i did this podcast with this woman called sarah and we were talking about like this whole instant fame and people were just wanting to rush and get to the good parts and i thought yeah it's stupid but why It i just don't get it because if you're passionate about dancing there isn't really a shortcut because that means you're not enjoying the process of learning how to dance which mm-hmm. for me is the best thing about dancing yeah if, if you're dancing because you want to just dance on that stage with that artist then i truly believe that you shouldn't be doing it because mm. yeah it's cool to have that experience but to have that experience you should be happy with your craft and if you're mm-hmm. not happy with your craft then you're not happy with the process so then there shouldn't be any like temporary success because um the process is the most important part it's the yes. most important part and you know that like we working in the industry you do a
0: job and then you most of the time you finish and you go oh that was fun yeah mm-hmm. See, I, uh, I i, you I mean? get you i get you but i'm that person like i hate rehearsals like rehearsals for me is the biggest I, i've never enjoyed rehearsals unless <laughs> it's like for a choreographer that i'm like this is dope Me like too. i hate rehearsals so then actually for me the part i love is the show I love being on stage and I like being the center of attention when it's on a stage (laughs) thing, not in real life, but when it comes to a stage, like that excites me. It's like, do you mean I get on and it's that adrenaline rush that I like, but rehearsals I hate. And I guess I I didn't like college either. So it's weird for me because I get what you're saying, but all the scenarios I was in to become better is I never really enjoyed them, but I knew I had to foresee them to get to where I wanted to be. Okay. Yeah. The only Uh, time I I I enjoyed training. Is uh, if it was with like John or like yeah. in LA, a class I really love and all the other yeah. things. It was kind of like, okay, I, I want dessert. So I need to eat my, my vegetables. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm the same. I didn't, I don't really work anymore and I, as a dancer. um And that's because the process of those things were not fun for me really. Yes. Um, but I mean, in in terms of, the kids these days like my students they are not understanding their bodies enough in the process of learning how to dance before mm-hmm. they think that they are ready to go and dance on the Brits, you know yeah and it's like you need to be more patient with yourself and be um be more honest with yourself are you happy with the way that you are dancing um, do you think you should be doing this
0: job? Probably not. No. Do you um, think that's also due to, like, obviously social media, so they can show the world themselves dancing after a day. They can yeah. never dance in their life and show yeah. their, show the world themselves dancing and someone will go on there and go, oh, my God, you're amazing. And, like, do you know what I mean? That could be anti-Sarah, but you'll believe it because you yeah. put it out to the world and there. someone said it. Whereas when we were coming up, I mean, the only way people saw you dancing was if someone had trusted to put you on stage. Yeah. There was, no, there was yeah. no way if people, were, or, or if we bust in the street. And you'd get that, uh, that initial feedback where you can tell if someone knows if you're good or not. Yeah. Or they know if you're ready or not. Yeah. You know, so I feel like now it's just a case of, oh, I could do a video now. Say I'm 16-year-old Kane and I've not, got no experience. I could film myself by there, post it online and have all my friends tell me I'm dope. And then I believe I'm dope and then I believe I'm ready for these experiences. Yeah. And then people actually
1: go on there and they book you because they see that you've got a hundred thousand views, whatever, and then it's just a worth a bad experience because you have no idea how to work on a job. And it's it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. But we have to we have to like go. I think so many of us and people older than me a lot of people go like oh these kids in social media but it's like they actually don't understand there's people now that have they don't know a life without instagram like Mm -hmm. since they could do anything they remember instagram and there's dancers this like out now that only know that so we have to approach them in a way that is not like condescending and be like hey actually give real advice like i speak to a lot of my students in a way of just remember about social media and be aware of your thoughts and comparing yourself to someone or yes you need to make sure your page is good but that is not your priority make sure that you you're good you're
0: good Like focus on you because they might because obviously now we're in a world where they'll book you from a video yeah like they'll book you from a uh, then watching you do six class videos or videos in your garden, killing it. But then when you're on the job, you're a pile of shit. Like, and you've got no, you don't understand how to conduct yourself. You don't, you've never done a quick change. Like yeah. actually invest in all those things first. So then yeah. when you're ready to be booked, yeah. you know what's going on. I was really fortunate. I booked my first job via UDO through Glen Ball back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 18 and I was at Lib and it was just before our NDA show in my second year and I went to Void. Um, uh, can I, I rung her? And I was like, Can I go on tour? And she was like, You're not asking me, are you? I was like, I'm politely telling you. And she was like, Have fun. And I went, and I remember being with three people: Pete Styles, Fiona Flozziak, and Jeanette Taylor. And I was 18, and they were 28. And uh, I thought I was the shit, yo. I was like, I win all the UDO comps. Like, I'm the yeah. hip hop kid at my college. Everyone else is valid. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm dope, yo. I missed every quick change for like the first week like i didn't they kept going do your presets and i was like what's a preset like i had not a clue what was going on and that was my harsh learning curve but luckily i was with people that were very accepting for that yeah i was with jeanette who was just like i'm gonna babysit you until you know what the fuck's going on yeah you know i mean and i feel like that's the difference like i was very fortunate but if i was with i'm sure if i was with like a cisco and lucas people who wouldn't tolerate it I'd have got grilled. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know but what I mean. There's a lot, a lot of people, especially dancers these days, because there's a lot of young people that get booked these days that are very, very talented. Like more talented than any of us. <laughs> like they're oh, amazing. They are roast meat. But, but it's yeah. But that's it's that's not that's only a small part of it. Mm-hmm. It's really that's it's the same for me. I booked my first. I started working my third year. And I did. What was it? And, and Saturday Night Takeaway. And I was so scared. And then I got on, I did The Voice in Ireland for a whole two months. And yeah, they were saying, she was saying words like, I can't remember. And I was like, oh my God, I have no idea what this is. And it was embarrassing for me. But luckily, same for me. I was with people that would be nice about it and would kind of teach me. And I I learned a lot of things on the job. But it's also different now because there's, well there should be more money, but there's people want to spend less money, like no money they want rehearsals in two days. they want you to just know your shit and you gotta know your shit because there's a lot of people out there also choreographers and um whatever that if you fuck up, they're like, wash my hands, see you later and there's a lot of people like that there is and you don't want to be get onto the bad side of them by not being on your shit basically yeah you
0: know? no for sure it's scary uh, is the
1: the scary there's some people that it brings on mad anxiety that people don't talk about like dancers have so much fear and depression and it's a mad thing because that yeah we get put into so many situations that are not normal, I don't think. Like, they're not. Well, to
0: the normal world, they're not normal. But to dancers, you're you're just, I guess at college, you might be conditioned, you might not. But I don't even think so. Because, again, I can only reference my experience and what I see at the colleges I've been to. And the colleges I've been to, I always see that the students are very prepared for the show they're about to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's why they look phenomenal most of the time. They're very prepared. Whereas that doesn't carry over into the real world. Yeah. Like I've been like my first time doing X Factor, we called it Hell Week. I did it with Josh Warmby and Sean Smith. I don't know if he's still watching this. He just was. Um, it was Hell Week. We stayed hours and hours overtime. We were told we were gonna get paid for it. We didn't. We, me, Sean, and Josh Warnby tried booking a hotel room so we didn't have to travel home. So we were so tired. And then we learned a number on the day, like 20 minutes before going on stage for Rebecca Ferguson. Like you're not prepared for any of these Man. things. And I you know, did, um, it was
1: when I did X Factor, Brian. Oh yeah, same, God. Brian.
0: Tip, Brian, oh thank God. you, Brian. We
1: did, it was Dean choreographing, and we were doing, it was the final, I think. It was at Wembley. And, oh my God, so scary. <laughs> like, we, we were doing Kylie Minogue, and Dean literally, like, set something, and then they were like, right, this thing is broke. She's not doing it or something, so we got to change it at the stage, and it's, like, changed changed in ten minutes, the whole number. And then Brian's like, Right, Kylie says she wants to see it. We go up onto the <laughs> we go into the like back room where the thing is set up and we were a mess and Brian's like, You guys ever do that again, not no. know what you're doing. And it's scary.
0: You Yo, feel like this because you're like, oh my god, I've disappointed someone like Yo, it's terrifying <sighs> And you, I remember my first one with him, you know me, I'm like the class clown. Like I'll do anything to make people laugh, even if it gets me in trouble, I don't really care. So we, I was with Sam Jackson, who's obviously ginger as well. And she had a weave at the time and we were waiting for them to come and do, you know, they do like the, they tape your rehearsal so they could send it off to the creatives to see if it's approved. Then you yeah. learn like the same routine three times. You do a rehearsal and then a stage and then they what they want. So yeah. they came, we are waiting for them to come do that. So we put all of Sam Jackson's weaves in my hair. So we look like twins. And then yo, within seconds in Nuffield, Brian comes in, the camera crew comes in, everything. Yeah. So I put my hood up and we do the whole video and I've got a long ginger extension <laughs> to here. And I'm thinking, oh my God. And Cisco's looking at me like, Like, don't let him notice, don't let him notice, he'll go mad, I was like, yo, and it was hilarious, but like, my anxiety, yo, I was like, if he catches me, if he catches me now, and me and Sam Jackson, tears. Yeah, so funny, we did um,
1: Halloween, we had to do Thriller for Brian once, and I remember he was like, right, this side, can you completely reverse it on the left, press play. (laughs) literally (laughs) no like straight in can you do that whole chorus part on the left and it's like you got to be able to do that yeah that's part of training your brain and even in when i'm teaching like um when i'm teaching class like my combos especially i'm very linked to the music and the music Mm -hmm. is what drives most of my movement um so i'm always on the kids about training your brain as much as your movement like your brain has got to be it's like 50 50 for me like you're training your physicality but you got to train your ear and your brain you got to know what you're dancing to so then you can actually connect that to your body and people don't do that enough uh, well, what? Brain, you've got to sat, sit there and listen to the music you gotta know people mm-hmm. wonder why like i always pick up things really fast i have a really fast pickup and that's, that's that's because I think I understand counts really well. So I understand the rhythm of music. Like I've trained my ear so much and I've really, I break down music so much. And as soon as a teacher plays a track, I'm I listening out for every single sound and every single beat. Even when you take a class when there's a teacher, you know, there's some people that don't, they don't do the counts right Mm. and they just kind of like move through it it's fine because the movement is great whatever but as soon as they play the music it's like everything has to slot into place and that's what i do that's what i train that's how Mm. i literally train i train myself i dance sat down so much i've learned (laughs) i've done so many insta classes partly out of laziness but also training where i just sit and watch the whole thing and then i get up at the end and do it yeah and yeah, it's kinda lazy, but it's also it really does stimulate your brain because I want to understand my body so much that I don't have to do something.
0: Yeah, I know when I get up I'm going to be able to do it and I do really you, Do you think that's been instilled in us and drilled in us though because obviously we were both taught by the same person Void and she was so much on it with like if you don't know it, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Like and and that was her thing. Like you know, I always hear and I say it to students all the time like understand it before you commit to it. Yeah. Like otherwise you're just guessing what's the <laughs> point in guessing and i always remember her being like you don't know it and i would be like no get on the fucking way then and i'll be like oh yeah. get, get and there's away. times
1: there's sometimes when i throw a student and i say yeah you don't really know what you're doing but just go for it but that's the only really when i need they not really using their body properly and i even if they don't do the choreo right i want to see them actually use their body but yeah 100 percent is from that like know what you're fucking doing literally josh josh ricketts
0: just put the two best looking babes in the industry (laughs) i'm
1: not i'm not getting
0: any comments or anything i've got it josh ricketts the two best babes in the industry that's hilarious yo peeps if you want to start asking questions start putting them in and we'll pop them up in like five minutes um yeah no but i feel like that's part of our training as well though because we took class uh quite f- actually quite a few times in january together and i feel like that's never happened before yes. and it's interesting because both of us were constantly like i'm ready to move on now yeah like and and yes. uh, maybe that's a maybe a level thing where we're like you know we're probably a higher level in the room but it was constantly like st- i felt like stop spoon feeding us and let us get challenged yeah you know what i mean I I just, feel like that doesn't, doesn't happen as much it's,
1: now. it's not in any sort of like ego way at all no like in any way but i don't really take that much class because i i personally want to take class to be challenged and feel like hot mess and it's only a few that i get that from like john graham marco come on mind blown and that's, that's what i'm good at real expect. training man it's real training and people that's another thing that's wrong with everyone right now is people just go to class to
0: feel, feel good it. and that's get on like, camera
1: that is fine but be honest with yourself that that's what you're doing and if you are someone that then wants to go and work in the industry then know that you shouldn't just be doing that if you're going to class just for that then fine there's millions of classes that you could do that are amazing for that but go train your versatility go try difficult things because that's how you're going to get better there's so many people message me that are scared to take my class which i totally understand but You literally just have to. (laughs) Me and my housemate the other day were just like, Nike's Um, slogan is so good. Just do it. I was just like, that is the best
0: motto ever. (laughs) Just do it. Literally just do it. Yo, it's so true. Like, just commit. I remember when I first, when I was moving, when I was trying to be a dancer, I remember going, and I say it all the time on on my podcast. That I always say, look at the room, and if no one there is doing what you want to do, why are you there, right? So I remember I'd go in, and I'd be like, move to London, and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to take Cisco's, BB's, Sean Niles, all the, like, kind of femme classes, as we used to call it, the jazz funk, that I sucked at. But I yeah. knew that's what I had to do. Yeah. To, especially it now,
1: because the industry, cha- you have to remember, the industry changes all the time. It's so different to when you were dancing to when i was dancing to now Goal, it's yeah. like that the audition for the brits last year for aaron Silas was go into a room and improvise for an hour for an hour it was literally over an hour we were in the room for about an hour sometimes we sat down and other people got up but that's what it was and it's like there's so many aspects to becoming and that was for who did, was it for it was sam smith calvin harris mm-hmm. like and you've got to know which lane you want to go down as a dancer because there's so many. And if you want to be in the industry, you can't just be good at choreography now. You've got to yeah. be your own independent artist that can also to save money for choreographers. They want to go, okay, can you just go and do...
0: We don't want to pay a trick. Style
1: ...for two minutes there yeah. and fill that space. And I'm going to trust you to fill that space there. Mm-hmm, and that's a sure. big ass. That's a very that's a lot of trust in a dancer. Mm-hmm, um, so. I don't even know what we're on about, but that's <laughs> definitely something no, that people yeah, need a- to work on as a dancer because if they want to. I I I don't enjoy freestyling. Honestly, I'm not that someone is- that enjoys it. I'm someone, and I've always felt bad for that because I thought, oh, but freestyling is like the thing. And yeah, I enjoy having a dance like by myself, but on a job, if I was asked to freestyle, I wouldn't really enjoy it that much because my passion is dissecting a song and creating movement to it that matches it Mm -hmm. exactly how you hear it. I want to make people hear a song in a different way when they watch me dance. That's my aim when I dance Um, and that's okay.
0: And I've Mm -hmm. always thought that that's not okay, but it is (laughs) no it is i I feel like you just need to find your lane like as a dancer like obviously i feel like there's two different ways of looking at it isn't it and i remember cisco always used to say when we're into excess like you want to be able to do everything like be first i'll be able to do everything and that's kind of at the time what i aimed for do you know what i mean i was like i want to be able to do everything and then i'll go and do those everything jobs and i never enjoyed them because i was like this isn't actually me this isn't portraying kane do you know what yeah. mean? And then I'd kind of stopped doing that. And I go, you know what? I'm just going to train in the thing that I like. And hopefully yeah. I get those jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And start working for like American choreographers as opposed yeah. to... I didn't want to do the jazz funk stuff anymore. Do yeah. do you know what I mean? I wanted to just do the hip hop yeah. stuff. And, and I found okay myself... To, and
1: it's okay to say, say that and be that kind of dancer, you know? And that's when it's different. Because we're like, yeah, go train your versatility. Yes. But also th- there is a point when you can like we we get older and we don't want to do some things you know no. we just want to do what we want to do because that's what life is about really and i've and trying to link that in the industry is hard, but I think it's possible i've I've, I've done it I've finally yeah. got to a point now it's taken time it's taken a lot of patience, but I've got to a point where I've figured out how I want to be in the industry mm-hmm what it is i enjoy doing and still being able to work doing that and it's and it's hard but i really think that everyone can't there is so many lanes you can go down yeah. so bloody many lanes you could go down and i want it to be commercial dancer and then it's like oh no wait you can do this you can do that you can do that and you just open up to opportunities and it's just being open and Knowing that there are, there is space for everyone. It's just how much you want to work for it. I think,
0: for sure, 100%. Uh, let me ask you some questions that people are asking, so they get what they need out of this, and it might be some good shizzle. So Liam, um, I don't know if you know Liam. He's a bit of a G. He says I struggle. I struggle a bit with chore- choreographing something that's authentically me. When was? Oh, what was both of your? Processes and when you knew something you were happy with, and when you knew you were happy with something, wow! That gin's kicking in. (laughs) Yeah, it's I hundred
1: percent. The thing is, because especially when you're taking class all the time and then you start to choreograph, you are influenced by so many people. And I always thought this was like a bad thing, but it's it's good. Like I took when I taught HGI summer camp last year, I took a lot of. Candace Brown's class and I always take a class when I go to New York and she is phenomenal and I found myself creating kind of similar to her after I was taking a class and I was like oh my god I'm literally stealing a star but it's it's not it's just me figuring out who I am as an artist and I think people I don't know people watch my stuff and they think like oh yeah Ricky Jinx's work is very obvious but I feel like my stuff changes all the time and mm-hmm. People are always very, like, Mm -hmm. um, need to find my style. And people watch my work and know it's mine. Mm -hmm. And I think people think that about me. But it's cool because I don't think that. I think my stuff changes all the time because I'm inspired by new people all the time. And I'm watching other people all the time. And my friends inspire me so much. So many dancers inspire me, choreographers inspire me that I want to move like them. I'm not copying them. but. No. I, no, I want to be able to have a quality that can't happen like people like that, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's some amazing people that I'm just like, mm-hmm. so inspired by, it's okay to be inspired by people and
0: um, you can still be authentic, you know. And I think it's something that like, it depends how you're taught, like, if I look at all the things that inspire me, like, so if I broke down my choreography, I'd go, oh, you see a bit of John, you see a bit of Mihai, you see a bit of Marco, a bit of Misha, a bit of Marty bit of Nick Bass, bit of Ackerman Jones, but actually they're all the goals I had in life. They're yeah. all the people that they're all the classes I took. That's my vocabulary. So if yeah. you look at it as a dictionary of dance and the yeah. the variety of movement that you've learned, you just end up re- putting it all in your your dance dictionary. And you yeah. kind of recycle from those things, right? Yeah. 100%. Like, and that's and that's okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like
1: as you can't you can't be stealing someone's like people take time. To
0: can't take an eight count.
1: Create, uh, yeah, d- you can't <laughs> take their steps. But you're just training. And then if you're genuinely, when you're creating, being authentic in your movement, that you are not going, right, I liked that move that they did. I'm going to do that move. Like I don't ever do that. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. I'm always doing what feels good for me because I'm always feeling first. And then if the end product seems to kind of have
0: an influence of someone, then okay. Or if you do, give homage to it. Feeling, you know. Or if you do give homage to it, like, uh, I'm I'm massively influenced by my friends. And sometimes I'll go, yeah, I bit this move hard because it's from this person and it's dope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Dope. Uh, Someone else, Bird in the World, I think. It says, your opinion about using a dancer's freestyle in choreography and having them not credit. Do you think that practice has died down a bit or evolved? Because dancers aren't putting up without any anymore.
1: What was the first part dancers using... your dance
0: your opinion about using a dancer's freestyling choreography and having them not credited i guess maybe the person means i'm just assuming like when i'm creating a piece and
1: someone freestyles in my piece
0: and you're taking credit for it
1: um okay this happens all the time It's always going to happen um i mean it depends because there are choreographers that can't really choreograph and they Employees' answers that they know can make it look good and they have their name on it but that's another subject for me personally um i i get people to do that but that's because they inspire me i am honest with my movement that if i need a moment here on this piece of music and i know that that person is gonna create they've some people get so good at their craft that any choreography you put on them will not be as good as when they just go off by themselves like i know a lot of dancers that if i'm like okay four counts here do what you want Mm -hmm. i much prefer doing that and i have never come across any of my dancers feeling like i'm taking credit for it um but i think that's because of my relationship with them um but if you're feeling that way then i would definitely say something
0: about it you know because but even I think, I think that's not part of your job as a dancer. But say you're being employed by someone, and they go, "There's an eight count here where I need you to do something." Would you not want to show off a bit of you? One hundred
1: percent. should never. There, there shouldn't be. That, what What do you want? Co choreograph, but like this. <laughs> eight count on eight second floor. The, the creative is my idea. The choreography for. Pretty much everything apart from those eight counts is my idea. Even though you're doing a freestyle, you are that's what you've worked on your whole life to be able to have that moment. That that's a good thing, you know?
0: That's a good thing that you're doing that.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't I don't see anything wrong with okay. it. Okay, let's 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 change the perspective. Imagine an actor gets his script. Yeah, Brad Pitt gets his script his script his script, his script for Fight Club. He goes in and he adds in an extra sentence because it made the scene better he's not going to then go make that my mm-hmm. i want to be co-written in the director's seat or the right like, yeah
1: exactly it's like actors they
0: they improvise They, 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 add they it improvise.
1: yeah it's it's i think it's a beautiful thing for me i genuinely do it a lot in my pieces because i think it brings a more authentic moment to the piece because it's genuinely them and it's their you're bringing out the best yeah, heart and soul in that little part and mm. it's not them doing something that i've forced them to do you know and it's granted if it's an entire chorus then yeah exactly, exactly. And but it's if it's an eight here or there it's definitely i think it's a beautiful thing i think it's a really beautiful thing to, sh- to also i like to give my
0: dancers the chance to do that
1: because they're so, okay to to here's an things.
0: example we, when we did kylie uh Frankie J, who if anyone doesn't know him should, because he's one of the most incredible dancers on earth, in the world. Did the in the world? He did the entire. <laughs> he did the entire song for Kylie Slow on his own, and he he made the entire thing up on his own. Yeah. But the whole show was still choreographed and directed by Ash. Yeah. Ron. Yeah. It wasn't featured Frankie because when he showed him, Ashley could have gone. I would, I need you to come in over there. I don't like that chorus. Can you yeah. come in on this angle? I need you to get away from Kylie on this bit. Your
1: intention is
0: this. Be on this. Like yeah. yeah exactly exactly yeah, 100% but that was a good question because i actually I like that. enjoyed that uh like do you think there's a place in the industry now for contemporary dancers eg graham cunningham technique this is all you cuz my answers um, there's always a place for something but it depends in what what form of the industry for me
1: um for me if you're really good at
0: it there is so
1: many opportunities it's a it's a lane that i'm not in because i'm not good enough contemporary wise but the amount of contemporary companies that there are there are so many but it's a style that i genuinely believe you want to um commit yourself to you have to master it yeah and you need to become a master of it like ndt and (laughs) you need to be lisa Phillips, crystal pie like all of those companies they are the best dance in the world i went to new york and i saw my friend kane who's in Juilliard. Yeah. Not he's <laughs> much better contemporary than you. I can't even say uh, he's in Juilliard and he was in his second or third year. And it was honestly the most amazing show I've ever seen because it's the best school in the world. And you have to really commit, really commit to that art form. Um but if it's just something that you're not super committed to and you're just doing Graham or whatever on the side, I would advise you to do a lot of other things as well and train the versatility so that you can be an all-rounder
0: for sure a hundred percent it's just... one minute too you know you're gonna get cut off yeah. oh really is it one minute already
1: it's one minute to eight and it only lets you
0: have an hour on instagram if when it happens can i just i mean shall we in? shall we come back in in a minute we can do our eight o'clock clap live I oh, it's eight o'clock now let's go we clap. can do our eight o'clock. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna end this With everyone. Okay, so I'm gonna new end one. this and add you back in. Okay, okay now bye. we start it again. We're not really in That's a great. rush. We can do whatever. Yeah. yeah, we can. Yo, people, we lost all your questions. So if Hi, it was really good, one, ask it again.
1: Oh, I can see them now. I think.
0: Uh, Ricky, oh, will you ever do it? A... Hey, mom. Ricky, will you ever do a junior company? Um. Okay. Maybe. It's quite a hard it, uh,
1: My My company is something that um, has a lot of pressure on it, because of the way it started. And it was on a TV show, and it was this. We had some amazing performances, which I'm very, very proud of. Um, and then we started to book some work last year, in terms of just people reaching out to me, because they knew what my company was, a website. Um, but what you have to remember is... and I have training programs. I have Company Jinx training programs. But in terms of the actual company and creating work for it, that's a very, very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you have to have money, number one. You have to have money to do any sort of rehearsal, put any sort of show on. Um, and I always like to... I don't really care about what people expect of me. And I just want to do what... I feel like I want to be doing (laughs) and so to be honest right now the company is very not much happening in terms of I'm still figuring out what I want to do with it so I'm in the works of creating a show I think Um, I think
0: I think That's, that's that's
1: what I'm using also these Fridays for to figure out um exactly what it is with the company that I want to be doing but yeah i think i want to create a show um i've started to create some content online because i want to actually release some more stuff um so i may do i actually have in my notes to i have an idea for a younger group of dancers to create a video for um but yeah my company is very i had my dancers my friends that did the show for me but i've done a lot of things Like i just set a piece on a load of boys and like three of them are in the company and everyone else wasn't even in the company so i don't really want to be a set this is who i have in my company i want to be more i think um head into the realm of like uh, my friend rob rich he has a rich fan where he just has mm-hmm. dances that are all over the world basically and then wherever he is and whatever he puts on some of them get involved and i think i want to go more down that route than the route of um like crystal pie or ndt where it's like dancers and they go on tour because that's going to take a long time to get
0: going because it's a lot of how do you fund that isn't it that's the hard thing It's it's hard work people would have to be willing to to work for like like pennies yeah no, it's a good question. And I really but, don't
1: like people working for free
0: Yeah, I don't enjoy that situation. Um, see, I feel like when people go, can you do a youth company? Like that person asked the question, I can't remember who it was. It's, it's great, but then at the end, all it ends up becoming kind of is a training academy when there's yeah. a show every now and then. And
1: that's what I mean. I, can, I could do a youth... I, I've, done, I've done company jinx training programs under 16. I've done it twice. Yeah. Um, but it's a training program. And if I was to create a company Jinx kids company, I'd need to train them for a long time first because I'm very particular with what I want and what I like. And there's some amazing kids out there, but my work is very specific and I would want them to be good at my work. And that's my work requires a lot of different training. Like you have to really understand your hip hop grooves but you also need to be able to have a cute double triple pirouette in there yeah and Uh, a leg (laughs) yeah so it's it's very demanding so if i was to actually go down the route of having a company that presented to the world Mm -hmm. i want to make sure that it's amazing
0: and that takes time and money and training you know for sure okay i've got some questions for you because these are things that i want to ask you i remember before you did my man just trying to ring me um <laughs> uh, i remember before you did the tv show speaking to you and we were trying to organize the podcast and it was this is how long we've been trying to make this happen peeps nan, love you <laughs> um but well, yeah
2: for,
0: if, put like, you, like, enough, like, you know fair, let's make go carry on done thank you um and you were like oh i can't do the the Can't do your podcast yet. I've got a really big show coming up. Can't say what it is. Um, What was your intentions going into the show? Why did you want to do it? Especially as someone who was before that doing well in the commercial dance world. Why did you want to transition into that?
1: Um, It was a very hard decision for me because, I mean, you know, I am such a person that...
0: You're not a show-off, so I know for you that's hard to get in front
1: of the camera. I don't want to be famous in any way. I don't want... I don't don't care about that. Um, Mm. And being on a TV show is very difficult because you are very... You're like a puppet. You're controlled. um, You have your artistic voice, but it is hard to keep that thorough when you're on a TV show. Anyone that's done, like bgt or anything knows what it's like um and i have a lot of friends that have been on a lot of tv shows that it's not been the best experience no so then i was scouted for the show and it's the first season of the show so that's another huge thing i'm like i don't even know what it's gonna be like and that is risky risky business but then i was like maybe it's better to be on the first season I was thinking it's probably better to be on the first season because after the first one maybe all the amazing people will do it after so then I'll have no chance that's literally what I'm thinking but what made me do it was I wanted to share what I know that I'm good at um, Mm -hmm. and haven't really exposed myself too much in terms of like creating a piece of art i'd like to say um i just know i was i've i spent years being becoming a teacher around the world and becoming a good choreographer in terms of combos but Mm -hmm. i would kind of got you that kind of gets to a level where you're like okay i need something different um artistically um so i thought you know what i am gonna do this i'm gonna ask people that i care about that i trust um i'm gonna go into the show and i'm gonna be very it, 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 was, it was tough because I was like, I want to be very strong with these producers in terms of this is what I want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Please don't affect it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily there's like Rich that works for Penns TV and he was like the big producer of the whole thing. And I mm-hmm. really got on with him and he was so sound. And he really understood me and really liked my work. And we worked together to create um, what was shown. And I mean, I I still don't love my second week. I don't really talk about it um, in terms of what they presented on the screens and my costumes and my wigs, but, my chair piece is is still probably my favorite and proudest moment. It's my favorite too, and not just because of the piece. I think the piece is amazing. I watch it back now and I want to change a hundred things. But um, at the time, you don't understand what you go through on a TV show, and uh, my mental health was struggling. Like it was very, very, very tough. Um, and I was in charge of 14 people and needed them to be happy. That's my main thing. I didn't care about the TV show. I needed my people that I was caring about mm-hmm. and looking after. I wanted them to be looked after, and it was it was hard because I just wanted to present myself how I know um, how I know my workers and I, how I I want it to be good. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and it was it was it was hard but I feel like I made the right decision in doing it Um, yeah I'm glad I'm glad I did it I I really stayed true to who I am and what I wanted to present and
0: luckily I had amazing dancers that um, allowed me to do that yeah I think it's hard as well isn't it when you've got people going we think this is going to look better but you're like but that's not my creativity that's not my vision and they go yeah but we know that you know that's what we it's more dramatic yes, yes. or you know from just doing things like x factor we know that yes. uh, they have a way of manipulating things to make it go in the favor of the cameraman or what's going to sell a better story even though yes. or what's going to relate better to my nan as opposed to what's actually creatively better yes. you know they want to manipulate things and uh, and that's you,
1: that's when you have to go okay well i decided to go on a tv show yeah and tv is about getting viewers so that they can get commissioned for another season and how many people watching tv are dancers not that many
0: no no like
1: so they so they have the minds of okay we need to create stuff that is going to appeal to steve like the delivery driver and just like everything everyone um and i understand that and it it kind of opened my eyes a bit i enjoyed it i've learned so much from that bloody show well I even
0: even so even much. watching it as a spectator i mean i'm on tour most saturday nights, so i don't get to see it but this time this season i really got to see it um and i would make an effort to watch it and i was like okay cool so what i noticed is that the people that are actually really great dancers don't do well but it's because normally yeah. they're not doing the things that are crowd pleasing they're not doing flips yeah not yeah my friend Ainsley,
1: the chair was on it amazing dancer
0: got voted out maybe the same week as me or the week after but, but i said uh, that, but with ainsley i even said and i think i said it on a podcast with lisa when it, i was like did you watch it and she was like no and i was like the thing is he's such an incredible dancer but what he does doesn't read to the normal person's eye yeah. i went to them he's just standing there and he's and, moving his thumb, and he's doing... yeah they don't see and... the dynamic and the movement quality they just see a move whereas if a, a kid does a flip like they'll go "Ah!" yeah
1: yeah and that's why but that's why it was a great challenge for me because i was ready for it i was in where i was in my mind i would just spent like uh, quite a few months and i was in the middle of like this whole understanding myself basically i come out of a relationship and was really learning about myself um so i was ready to be part of that challenge because i knew that all these things was come was going to come um and it is something that you have to go i'm on a tv show and it's very hard but like you get voted out and i don't think that i again not in like some ego way i don't think that we should have left the show if it was based on the performances of the evening but the the, the quality if
0: it was based on the quality yeah
1: and you have to work very hard to go um okay this is a tv show and it's not going to affect my value as an artist Mm -hmm. and that's what i had to really work hard on not letting it affect my own opinions about my artistry because when you think oh people are phoning in and they're voting in on a tv show and they voted me out oh my god that just like stabs you because you're like people don't think i'm good that means i'm not good i'm not a good dancer like you have to be very, very strong to understand that those things are not real being on t v is far
0: from real ten percent about your artistry yeah i believe ten, 10. well and it's ninety percent of how they sell you <laughs> yeah yeah and and
1: I don't wanna like shit talk the show because it has brought me oh such a many fantastic platform. that like the best jobs that I've done in the past year a lot of them are from having the, that platform, you know? Yeah. And I've never yeah, we were working for free, but when else would for free I get that stage, that lighting, that music, that platform, Cheryl Cole, mm-hmm. Matthew Morris, like all these people watching. Like it was it was it was a great experience. Now that I've come out of it and I've dealt with everything that <laughs> it led to, like trauma wise for me. I've mm-hmm. dealt with all of those things now over the past year. Yeah, and um, which I think is right to do because I could have just been affected by it,
0: and then it would have affected everything. Then, but I you could was you could left and go- You could have left and gone. I'm shit. I'm not worthy. Yeah, uh, and I did. I, I, I did. This, for this while. it
1: affected me in so many ways. Like it, it put so much pressure on me to be posting things and doing things and making sure I'm doing jobs that are really cool because I've been on a TV show. So now I should be working as a choreographer. Do you know what I mean? Like, of mm-hmm. course, those things went into my head, but um, it's take it takes time. It's taken me a lot of time to realize that I don't need to do that. And finally, I feel like I'm at a point of doing what I want to do when I want to do it, not worrying about what people think. And honestly, that has people don't know what's happening in my mind. They just see what I post online, uh, but people reactions to things i can see um people react better to the things when i'm in a mode in my head of i don't care what people think which is a nice thing for me because they have no idea that that's what i'm thinking behind the scenes you know not that i don't care what people think but i'm doing things for me and
0: it's it it took me long to get there that made me think that made me think of um emo walsh said to me about eight years ago I was going to teach a class at Pineapple I was covering for John and I was like oh I really like the combo I'm teaching but I don't know if like they're going to enjoy it and I remember her saying to me if you cater for what you think they'll like they'll understand that you're not sincere in what you're doing like yeah. it, it's not real they'll they'll yeah. read that you don't believe in your thing they don't believe in what you're teaching so as long as you believe in what you're teaching and you enjoy it then they will too yeah, you know what I mean, and 100%. you'll find your you'll find your authentic audience. You know what I mean, yeah. and, and that's, that's the thing so you have true.
1: to separate. For so long, it's like I need to pull in these sort of dancers and these people that are gonna like my stuff. And I used to teach. I've been teaching class in London for years, and I was always was like, ah, oh, but why aren't these professional dancers coming to my class, and why aren't these type of people coming to my class? And then sometimes. I even, when I first started teaching London, I would like, someone would tell me that they're coming to class and I would literally make up choreography that I knew that they were gonna like. And I think back to that now and I'm like, that is the most, that is so like not authentic in any way. Mm -hmm. And now people slowly are starting to appreciate my work and love my work, which is super cool for me, but it's like, I I really appreciate it, but, I'm doing it purely how I want to. Um, so the, the appreciation for my work now is, I honestly appreciate it so much more. I can't reply to every message, which I, I get a lot of messages. Um, and I try to reply to all of them. But when people don't understand, when I reply to them saying, like, this means the world, like it genuinely means the world. Because I just am creating things now for the first time that I truly believe is authentically me and what I want to say and what I believe in and how I want to
0: move and getting the appreciation for that is the best. Mm-hmm. the best. Do you think that that is also, now you're able to do that, do you think that's also a part of you as a human, not just you as a creative? Because yes. I, I mean, like I in said, like, I've known you for such a long time. And I, if I think back to teach, like for those that know I taught Ricky at college, <laughs> like you're not the same you are the same human but you're not do I you mean you're so that's much why that's why i have so many students
1: or friends that are teenagers or 20 or whatever and they um, get frustrated about things and it's i learned now that i'm like you just need time and life experiences because what I have experienced in my life as a human has completely changed why I am as a dancer. Like, mm-hmm. when I came out, it changed everything dance for me. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh my God, I spent years, years and years and years creating a person that isn't me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I remember you being this little skinny uncomfortable kid who was dope yeah. in class but weird and quiet as a person yeah because as soon as you like, danced literally... you were like you sh- you Do you know what I mean yeah, other I than agree. dancing it's, you didn't know you were I, there
1: yeah it's mad and that's that's just one experience like coming out is like we could go on that for hours but in a nutshell like people People that, it's not just gay people, but people that hide something for a certain amount of time throughout their childhood and then either come out or whatever. um, You have to heal from that. You have to. And so many people don't because they think, okay, woo, come out, let's have a party. That's it, I'm gay now. The end. No, you have spent your whole life creating a different person than who you truly are To protect yourself from embarrassment and humiliation Mm -hmm. so you have to when you then finally get the courage to go okay that's not who i am you have to unpick all of those years like 18 years of this version of yourself that you created that isn't actually you and Mm -hmm. i'm still now to this day learning things about myself that i do something and i'm like nah, you're doing that because that's what you used to do.
0: Yeah, when you're 16.
1: To protect yourself. Like, and all of those things really, really, really have affected my dance because my dance is my my life. Like, without Mm. dancing, I don't know who I am. (laughs) Like, (laughs) dancing is, I just love dancing so much. Dancing is my favourite thing. So, of course, when I have an experience in my life, um... affects me as a person that completely in tune affects the way that i dance the way that i think about my dancing and i think it's a beautiful thing and i think that's why you gotta be patient especially as a creative not just as a dancer yet partly because it does affect you still as a dancer you're leading feeling first i hope Mm -hmm. um but especially as a creative because i'm creating (laughs) complete situations and visuals and things and all of those are just based on my beliefs really
0: but well, it's different as uh, a dancer because so, you're just doing what you're told
1: yeah so where Please. i'm like i'm i'm completely i'm drawing the lines and the dancers are like clearing it in so to draw the lines that's the lines are literally from what i've experienced that's everything i've been going through a lot the past couple of years mm-hmm. um, in my life that have been they're heavy like
2: as you get older you go through
1: because I feel like I, I can express that stuff through my dancing and the people that don't have that outlet I imagine I can't imagine not having an outlet for it my dance is so perfect to mm-hmm. release all of those things It's a nice no idea what
0: the question was in the first place but I hope... That I was, that was <laughs> it, it's like a way of expressing yourself without without having to talk about what's going on yes exactly you know what I mean like yeah. I think of all the traumatizing times in my life, and actually, it's weird because that's where my career kind of did better. Yeah, did, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I actually and that's was like
1: it feels weird sometimes. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm getting people are loving this piece, but well, that piece is completely created from pain, absolute pain, you know. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like you're getting validation for something that is a horrible time it's it, art is weird it's weird it's a weird thing but it's yeah. it's a cool thing that's why i love
0: creating that's yeah it's so much bigger for me than just doing some steps yeah like my lowest points it was the time where i was like i don't give a fuck about anything i just want to dance and then if you think of all like my favorite performances they all align up in my time again <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. where you're like oh i roasted that one like, yeah. You know? yeah yeah it's, it's, it's interesting um okay so here's one for you where do you see yourself in five ten years time ideally
1: if corona's I've gone ever, i'm such a person
0: that another
1: trauma of mine is uh <laughs> i was around a lot of people that are very goal setters of in 10 years i will be doing this um, which is cool and i'm not saying that's a bad thing at all it's, i think I didn't understand that everyone is different. Um, And Mm -hmm. for me, I'm such a kind of in the present thing and I've set goals for today or this week and I don't really set them that far in the future. But I'm gonna ask the question. Um, I really, really want to choreograph a musical. Um, And when I say that, I don't just mean like choreographing for what like fame or something that's out now i want to be the part of uh, the creative. creative process like there's videos online like i'm a musical theater geek i can't sing for shit but i'm obsessed with musical theater as a lot of people know because i create a lot to musical theater um and i have been doing since i was this big um but there's videos online of wicked and when they first created wicked and there's they are just brilliant because you see everything they create in the characters and creating a whole life, Mm -hmm. like a whole world they have created that is still being told now. And I think that is so freaking cool. And I want to be a part of that process. Um, But other than that, just continue being happy and healthy. I would love to buy a house, but I have no money. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: Say what? Are you a dancer? <laughs> um
1: Yeah I'm Swindon
0: keep,
1: keep Continue like, Continuing These new habits and mind frames That I've learnt over the past year Of just not caring too much And mm. Taking time for my family Because I'm, it's, you're never too busy For your family That's the biggest oh, lesson no. I'm always yeah. too busy to go home Or too busy to answer the phone and I really um I've really, especially in this time, started to appreciate the things that are important and they are very easy things to appreciate. We just don't do them.
0: A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with that anymore. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh what dance style what dance styles have you trained that people may be surprised by? That's from Jacob. Besides line dancing, anything Line dancing
1: was the main one. Um, oh, I've changed a lot of things. I've changed a little No, I'm not even going to say
0: that. I don't know. No. no. Jay, Jamie said, <laughs> Jamie said, did he know that I knew he was gay from when we competed together in line dancing? That's a problem. Jamie question. <laughs> that is such a gem. Such a Jamie. Jamie, you're a nonce. Uh, jason said just wondering how many auditions did it take for you two to get your first commercial job and to be noticed in that side of the industry um
1: i started working when i was in college so i i did a few auditions i remember doing a few auditions um and not getting the job uh but i think at the times it was like oh, i'm still in college i'm not gonna expect anything it wasn't really like a the, the rejection wasn't too painful. Um, and then, luckily, like, the voice and stuff, the character of the voice came into call oh I don't know. No, I actually auditioned. It was a complete audition. Johnny, right? It was, no, it was the year before Johnny had it. It was Michelle Thorne. Yeah. Um, and yeah i auditioned so I, I booked quite a few jobs and then i did summertime ball for kaiser but i got that through my friend george um and then honestly i didn't i haven't auditioned that much
2: mm-hmm.
1: um because a lot of work especially in london is through your agent that kind of puts your work that all friends example, with or friends um And then I auditioned for X Factor the first year when it was Cisco, and I booked it when I was in college, but I didn't do one week, and it was the best day of my life. And then X Factor finished, I was like, "Oh my god, it didn't work!" It was so sad. Uh, Broken, broken. Yeah, but I have done endless, endless, endless auditions and not booked the job. Um, I've done endless auditions. I I don't. I don't. I don't work commercially
2: really anymore i did
1: that job here and there like last year i did ollie Mers on x factor but that's because my friend tobias um was choreographing that's and i want to do it because i love his choreography and then i get to perform on stage doing choreography that i enjoy. um
0: but yeah other than that i don't really audition too much no uh amy louise barry i'm starting dance college in september do either of you have any advice for starting or getting the most out of training you go first just be as present as you can in
1: it um the thing is you have to (laughs) enjoy the life of being in college um and don't feel too bad for it like I missed out on, I mean, I had a crazy student life, but not as crazy as a lot of others. I was like, I need to do this, I need to do this. And then I realized, like we talked about earlier, life experiences, like having, making friends and doing those things is part of that life. So don't shy away from that. But then when you're in the studio, be present because in college, you have no idea until you leave how lucky you are to be in a studio all day that is an absolute dream you are not paying 50 pound an hour to be in that studio and when you think back can you think back to how many hours we would spend not really working that hard and
0: oh i, 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 I i'll office. be honest all day I,
1: you have the afternoon for choreography and you just sit on the sofa like that's on one I'd of the big biggest home. things. I'm like, ugh, <clears throat> free studio time. I would die for it now. Free studio like, time.
0: So I used to I never did can. one boy's ballet. I used to <laughs> do boy's ballet every week. <laughs> yeah. So I would
1: say, like, use that studio time as much as you can. Explore as much as you can. You are so great. Like wilks and addict these colleges that i teach at their studios are just beautiful their timetable their teachers that they get it's the best thing ever so make the most of it because i promise you when you leave you are going to be broke go into one class a week can't afford rent working in starbucks handing out leaflets for promo or putting them in the bin whatever
0: i never appreciate dancing eight hours a day so
1: much yeah and you're going to be so fit there's just so much about college well i want to i i had this idea that obviously not going to happen um but i mean maybe the future when i have money but i want to i want to create a course that is just like a college course but for dancers that are probably youngest like 21 Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of people are like they leave college and then they figure out because you're young when you go to college a lot of people and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes you got to figure out your life and figure out who you are as a person and then imagine then having that training once you are in that mindset it's mm-hmm. very very different training and I think even just like a year's course when you're mid-20s or something would be so perfect for people because they would know what they went out of it they they've had years of struggle and like figuring out what lane they are and imagine i mean there were definitely is courses like that
0: but um well no, there is but i think that. it's not advertised to those people and i think people yeah. are against the stigma of going and training like that there. yeah people are embarrassed to
1: be like oh i'm not gonna go train i'm already kind of in the industry that's just
0: but then that's what's great about some of these intensives because that's like a short version of those things i guess yeah and that really? would just
1: be so sick, like having all people that are just like, so know what they want, doing a year of training. It would just be epic. I'd love it. I'd love to
0: have one for like, people like uh, us. Do you know what I mean? Like, Nebo brought us. Oh my hey. God. I That's wonder delightful. if it's you and Probably not. <laughs> anyway. um, I, I would okay. just say embrace it and especially embrace the things that you think that you don't like or the things that you're bad at. Because the older you'll get, you'll, you'll lose those insecurities where you care what people think about. I always cared about what people, not what people thought about me, but I was always like, I'm shit at this. I feel like a dick and I look like a dick. So then I didn't try. And now being the teacher and teaching students, and when I see the student, that probably feels the way that I felt, I always go, if you would just try, I could make I could help you. But I can see that you've got a wall up, so you're not willing to commit. You're not willing to step out of your comfort zone to get better. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And actually, I'm yeah. more annoyed that you're holding back than then you're trying and looking silly.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's so frustrating as a teacher, but it's something that we learn that we sometimes don't have control of, you know, because some kids have their way of doing things and that's okay.
0: There's no control. So,
1: but yeah, just make the most
0: of everything. Indeed uh here's a good one if you were a superhero what superpower did you have
1: (laughs) oh um i would love to fly Mm -hmm. i would really love to fly
0: that's interesting see because i wouldn't i would love to be like spider-man and i'd love to stop myself from falling
1: no no i am flying everywhere Imagine right now, I'm like right, can I'm on my way?
0: Yeah, see, it's that thing for me of going like web, falling, 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 web, falling, 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 web. Yeah, that's kind of fun. That adrenaline rush of am I gonna make it? (laughs) That's literally my life story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Phoebe, there you go. That's a great question that I never ask anyone. Why do you dance?
1: That's funny. I actually, when I start, I've started this year with my students when I teach them at the start of the course i like to ask them this question because um a lot of people have an answer that isn't true a lot, i love to express or which is true it's very true but um it's not i for me i genuinely don't know my life without it it's mm-hmm. a lot of people have like a moment or they saw a concert and they really wanted to do it, but like ask my mom, she would say, "I just love music and dancing and creating dance moves all the time. It was like my body was literally just born to move when I can hear music, and um that has always just felt like home for me, and I've never had to go oh but remember why you do this Ricky I don't really have those moments which I'm very lucky and grateful for because I genuinely believe it's in my blood and even when times get hard or I I'm thinking about work or dancing stress me out or what lane am I going down choreographically agents blah, blah 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 all the things that I've been worrying about there's still never a moment of should you be doing something else like i've never ever had that moment Mm. um which i'm really grateful for so there isn't a specific reason it's just i don't know a world without it which is pretty cool for me i really enjoy that thought a friend said i had a friend that is like non dancer completely and she's like it's so cool that you have this thing that is literally your whole life and you love it so much and i was like yeah, yeah. I, do, I do what i love every day. every
0: day even when i don't feel like i love it yeah i feel loving.
1: loving it yeah and even if yeah now we're in the absolute worst situation because i'm getting zero income it's like all those years that i've had and what i'm going to have are worth it i don't i've got no money fine
0: but here, I, have a, so, okay, so here's the, here's the interesting part, yeah? We're still teaching online classes for free, even though normally we charge for them. So that shows how lucky we are to do what we do when we get paid for it. Because in all this pandemic... And how can I
1: time. not be a freaking reaction? My first class that I taught, online, okay, and it blew my mind. The countries, people from countries that were taking my class, I was like, where have you found me? first of all where how like people from india and <laughs> everywhere it's nuts and i was like oh my god everyone a thousand people dancing in their front room at home at the same time doing my choreo- learning my choreography where i'm just dancing back in my garden to my phone having like yeah i can see the number of people but
0: you not really
1: oh mind-blowing for me that's it blows my mind. It's crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. dope. We live in a crazy time, my friend. It's a very crazy time. Very, Imagine very doing crazy. this like sixty years ago. We'd be like, what would we be doing? Isn't it? Thank God for Netflix.
1: Thank God for <laughs> Netflix and Disney Plus. I've started. I've just watched all the high school musicals. Cabaret. Lizzie wire. George is watching High
0: School Musical: The Musical. Yes. High School Musical, the a musical, the series. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's yeah. watching. New I, episode I catch every Friday. Night. The
1: first three were really good, but last week wasn't very good. So I'm really hoping tomorrow it's a good episode.
0: We watched something on there. I think it's called the Imagin- Imaginaries, Imagineers, Imagineers, something like that. It's a documentary okay. and it's how, like, Walt Disney made Disneyland. Bro, and how they come up with the characters yeah. and how they come with it. It's oh my God, I'm gonna
1: add it to my watch
0: list. It is unreal. <laughs> yeah, cool. It was mad yo man this has been so dope we've been like an hour and 40 minutes oh shit. oh we have to go well we don't have, we can stay if you want i just need have to need drink. have
1: i did uh, wait i did get, have some questions that i
0: got asked so i you, probably answer them yeah you should definitely let me just pour another gin or we can go do you want to no, go no i'm well down um someone just said
1: is it worth getting a dance diploma i have
0: never uh, used it in my life
1: hnd national diploma or something never used it in my life but so Um, that's
0: that's interesting because i have lost teaching jobs because i don't have a qualification in this is what i was just going to say there's a lot of places though that do
1: require um qualifications and there are some people that genuinely, I have students that come to college and they finish college and they go, I really want to just open a little dance school and teach kids from this age to this age, which is amazing and inspiring. But if you're going to do that, you probably need some sort of qualifications. Okay. For me, it's different because I'm just making shit up in my head and then finding mm-hmm. people that want to make it come to life for me, basically. We're, uh, not, and we're not teaching ISTV or anything. And I'm not teaching a set syllabus syllabus um so like even in the colleges i um am teaching what i have accumulated to my style um gary
0: <laughs> <good>. it. <laughs> okay. i only enjoy ricky because he has a qualification that's only- guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my
1: qualification is my talent it's fine that'll do but yeah, it's, it's up to you. It depends what kind of lane you want to go down. There are a lot of things that require qualification and um, some things don't. Chloe never finished hers and she's now working for Royal Caribbean. Yeah, if she's on a cruise and that's what she wants to go down, she is fine, my dog. She's qualified. She's qualified. <laughs> she's on the ship. She's there. Um, oh, wait, I was getting questions, right? Yeah, yeah, go. Um how oh, i think we answered a lot of them what is my favorite song i can't answer that really but greatest love of all whitney houston and the whole of dear evan Hansen album
0: probably Justin, justin timberlake like i love you number one favorite song though can you actually say that it's your favorite song yeah like without a shadow of a doubt. like and and are you ready for this are you ready marty's on the podcast next week nice nice mm. what time are you gonna do it what time is it in america well i did one on saturday at midnight with matt day so it was four oh, for him and then i've got cj I, mean. I got cj salvador on sunday but,
2: no, Mate, you're
1: still this is fun. all the talks and it's cool like i'm like oh it's taking my evening of talking to no one. On <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> um Tips of remembering choreo and picking up fast. Um, Repetition is key. Um, You have to do it as many times as you can. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And also um, know what kind of learner you are. Know what, if you are a visual learner or if you need counts or if you need the rhythm, like there's different ways of learning choreography and you need to know what kind of learner you are. Um, I'm someone that needs the rhythm in its counts, like, properly. If if this is on the and or if it's on the four, that is very different for me in my head because I really separate those things. So don't tell me it's on the four and then it's on the and because then you're going to mess it up. Um, But then um, with your practicing, I honestly believe that doing something in your head the best training like if you can do the whole combo through beginning to end in your head then you're cool but there's i promise you as you start to do it you'll do like two eights and you go ah shit and yeah. then you've got to start again yes. do it, you get to the end before you go to sleep because then when you sleep it'll retain and
0: then you'll wake up and boom i, shot I always use the analogy like understand it before you get it so like like driving you don't yes. just get in the car and go let's see what happens you yes. learn the steps of how to yes. do it and dance needs to be the same so if I yes. can't do the dance routine with my eyes closed facing where I can't see anyone yeah. then I'm not going to be able to do it under pressure in 100%. front of an audience or something yeah. or in front of a room and and
1: especially the kids like I taught a class yesterday for TDM which is a school in Wales and there what I loved school. about it yeah I what I loved about it, it reminded me of when I was younger because they had their like advanced students and then there was a few like younger kids that they throw in there for them to work hard and yeah they didn't get it perfectly but they were doing something that was out of their realm but they were getting it and that is how they're gonna get so much better and that's why dancers like that from schools like that become amazing because they get actually pushed to a level that they think is not possible and yeah it's not going to be perfect but then they'll go and practice that 100 times and then they'll get it because it's practice you know and don't just do what you think that is
0: your level because i promise you you can always push further than you think and there's ways to make yourself be a better learner this is i said this on my podcast with philip Bertel and he said this would really piss him off and i was like okay well then maybe you just choose the class you do it in me and john obviously i i just wanted to be a better dancer so whatever john did i would be like i'll, I'll try it because i want to be like you so we used to go into people's class 20 minutes late and we'd still pay for the class, do you mean? Or we'd, we'd only do it with like a Kim or Cisco, some yeah. of our friends, if and we friend. yeah. We go, we're four eight. We're four eights behind, we've got to catch up, and you'd be under pressure to learn quicker. Yeah, like, I,
1: that, all of those things, that's how, I don't take class normally. Every time I take class, I feel like I'm, I kind of watch people and I'm a bit different to people, but I think that's why I pick it up a little bit different, um, because sometimes I did HCI years and years ago, and at least three or four of the classes, I sat at the back and watched the whole class until the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes. And that wasn't in any way I was doing it at the back. It wasn't for anyone yeah. else. Or to it wasn't show rude. Or anything. It was because I was training my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and most classes, I honestly would say probably like half the classes that I take. At the end, I'll always reverse it on the left. Always.
0: Yeah, that's dope.
1: And that's just for me, for my own challenge in brain, like some classes, yeah, you learn things from the teacher, but you have to know where you need to challenge yourself as well, because Mm -hmm. every single person is at a different level and a teacher caters to a room. Like we cater to a room at a certain level because it says it's an intermediate advanced class, but an intermediate advanced dancer is not the same. There is millions of different levels there in experience Mm -hmm. and training. So you have to know what, kind of dancer you are what level you're at constantly mm-hmm. be in tune to yourself and then train for you in those rounds and like guess- if you go to a class go if you need to go home and then do it another 10 times till it gets in your body then go and do that like don't mm-hmm. just your class isn't seven till eight it's seven till eight you're learning from the teacher but then the amount of work that you can do by
0: yourself is endless and people so, don't do that oh since we've been in this pandemic and lockdown what I've been doing instead of taking obviously it's pandemic obviously there's loads of amazing online classes and stuff but I'm quite aware that I learn quicker than most so to learn it say they're teaching at the average speed of what a student would learn for me I would be bored so instead of doing that I go and I screen record like Misha Gabriel's class and I reverse it and I've been learning it from watching it and listening to it and trying to understand it if you go on my Instagram, you'll see that I've been putting me next to them, and I've just learned that from mirroring it. Yeah. Mirror, flipping the video and learning it as I go. Yeah, a big trick. My. There's a guy called Elliot
1: Campion. He passed away when we were 1920. Yeah, and what an incredible dancer. Phenomenal dancer in the world. And Insane. he literally taught me when we were like 16. He showed me, right? probably the best way to learn these dances because we were just we used to watch people online all the time and wanted to learn them mm-hmm. you gotta download the video and then put it on imovie flip it so it's on so you can mirror it and then slow it down i've been doing that for 10 yeah. people now are like oh my god how are you learning these routines that's and what, what like, i've been doing this is off his video and i'm like because i'm taking <laughs> i've been doing this for ten, like this eight yes for me isolation is like yeah this is i've been learning
0: online for years you know this is what i've been doing before i before i did that i used to put my i used to when i was in college i used to put my i had like some fucking windows laptop awful so slow i get a tucker Barkley video up or a blake mcgrath one and i'd turn it to my mirror and try and learn it that way because i couldn't flip yes. it. yes, you know I mean? all the
1: time all the time put that in the mirror i'd always have my laptop in the mirror
0: trying to do his kiss kiss routine like dying yeah. like <laughs> yeah and that's it it's just
1: taking shit upon yourself man but that's just because we love it that's all Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's training for us, but that's why I get confused because it's like I love training in that way because it's for me. I don't yeah, know why people good. don't. It's weird.
0: And I feel like we're, we're so used to people now being like, this is spoon fed. These are the yeah. cons. This yeah. is this. Whereas, you know, in our time before, you know, the only way to learn from a Ian Eastwood or a Tucker Barkley back then when they were there, when they were our things that we looked up yeah. you had to go to LA. Yeah, and there was no way I was make-
1: to LA when I was that age. I had no money.
0: No, so you have to flip it in a mirror, whereas now it's so much more accessible because yeah. they come here or there's YouTube videos. Or... You got more questions?
1: Um, I don't know. I think I answered most of them, really. How do wow. I pick my company, James Dancers? Um, they're usually my friends or people that have done my class for a while and I've kind of got... um a relationship that I built up with them and I trust them and I know that they are capable of doing my work.
0: And that works for most choreographer's people.
1: Yeah, you have to just build, you have to understand that we, especially people that are very, like I'm dedicated to the art form of my movement. So I, my dancers are showing that. So I have to have so much trust in them that they're going to do it how I want it to be done, um, but also still respecting them as their own artist. Um, And I work hard to get that for them. So then as a dancer, I think it is important that you build your relationship with these choreographers and get them to believe that you do that you are going to do it well, you are going to dance their stuff well, and that you are good at it because every, there are so many choreographers now and so many teachers that to be good at a teacher's, um, a choreographer's movement, you do need to go to their class a lot and you need mm-hmm. to train with them and really show them that you're good at it,
0: which is hard, especially with my sir. And especially if it's like an Ashley Wallen who doesn't teach very often. Yeah, that's when it's even harder. So then you yeah. need to look at the people he employs. So this is a shortcut. Okay, exactly. you can't get you can't get to Ashley Wallen who has a certain style, but who are his people that he always employs? Do any of them teach? Oh, Lisa Spencer teaches every week. I should be there. Yeah, that's your next portal call.
1: Exactly, and that's the whole of the conversation. We go could go down of like networking and people. um getting into the industry and how you do that and it's just being a good human and knowing what you need to do be kind the whole time network where you need to but in a authentic honest way and smart dancers always do better than good dancers always 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 What does Callan say? How do I drink that much red wine and not end up on the floor? He's a veteran. He's
0: a veteran. I do a lot of red wine. Ricky sent me a picture last week of me and him on a night out. I think like, what, eight years ago? (laughs) Oh, probably probably and i am i'm asleep on the bed absolutely paralytic and he's got photos of me asleep (laughs) in my bed in my student house in a student house absolutely and and i think the caption was i'm with a celebrity or some crap like that this famous person (laughs) (laughs) that's what happens when you drink too much yeah don't drink don't drink as you guzzle wine
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's okay isolation and no no rules applied this is called being a
0: sensible adult we're not leaving the house
1: yeah exactly and Indeed. now I'm going to not drink anymore once this is over
0: I'm going to finish my bottle of gin
1: um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> have you got any more um, no that's all my questions alright let's wrap this up how to become confident without showing off just be Look, comfortable your within confidence you is gonna, if you're passionate and you realise that confidence isn't like being ah, and it's more about being vulnerable and showing an honest side to you. Then you won't ever think about the showing off thing because your confidence will be shown through your authenticity. That was a good answer, Go, Rick.
0: <laughs> I was like, I, I really <laughs> took about. I looked away. I thought about it. I was like, think about that. That was great. <laughs> That's beautiful. Brilliant. Best classes in London you could recommend? This is a great one. So oh, okay.
1: I this isn't is an... people because there's so many
0: that are actually really great. Okay, so let me let me do my version then you do okay, yours. Okay, you go, you go, you go. Okay. Firstly, before I answer that, you need to figure out what your goals are. Once you figure out what your goals are, then you need to figure out who's living the life you want to live. Once you figured that out, you need to figure out do they teach. If yes, their class. If not. Whose classes did they take or whose classes is similar to that? So if you want to work for Brian Freeman, maybe Brooks popping class isn't the one that you need. Although it's a great skill to have, it's not going to carry over as much to that skill. Maybe you need to be in a Josh Warmby and a Ricky's class or where all different kind of techniques and skills carry over. If you want to work for Rich and Tone, maybe you don't need to be in josh warmby's class you need or josh Pilmore's. you need to be in marco and john's and a house class do you need to work out what your goal is before you figure out what the best classes are is that a good answer yeah yeah hell yeah that's good i think that's i think you need to figure out there's a there's always a if button maybe do you know what i mean yeah that yeah
1: there, and there's that's the thing now there's so many 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 good classes that you can take even when you've decided what that training is like there's so many like mm-hmm. if you want to just oh, we
0: could go on forever like nicholas and it and it, it, and it depends on your budget doctor, if, if money's not an issue take every class <laughs> yeah if,
1: if you ain't if money is not an issue that's gonna change your life go to them all
0: but if you've got nine pound a week, then you can take one aligned with the class which envisions yeah. you best. Yeah.
1: But there's just do your research, and like I said earlier, everyone's different. People love classes that I really don't enjoy, and so, I love classes that people don't enjoy. So it's not there isn't a list of the best classes in London because people preference. are going to argue about it. You know, it's preference, and people like to move in a certain way, and people don't. So. And, and, and if you I really like someone that's a really good teacher like Ola Papi or David Cottle that are truly like John that are, Nicholas and Kristen they're just so passionate about teaching and that's what I like because mm-hmm. I really respect a good teacher whereas there are people that love uh, going to classes that they aren't the best teacher but their movement is like absolutely phenomenal that you're just like
0: and there's so many teachers like that so it's it's just preference I think. And if you've got specific goals, message me and I'll respond with to you the best way I can. I'm happy to do that. Um yeah, we, we're getting kicked out of this. We've oh, done yeah. another hour. Oh, shit. Two hours? This has been a we blast. We could do another five I reckon. I know, why don't we do another one in like a month's time if we're still in lockdown?
1: Well three in three weeks it's the next review of quarantine, so we'll do it on that right, I'll see you after
0: that. Alright, let's do our final week in say two weeks all right all right i love you man stay safe i'll speak to you later so peeps i hope you enjoyed that two hour instagram live i apologize for the poor quality but to make these instagram lives good quality is very difficult but i uh, hope you enjoyed uh please leave us a rating and review on itunes please don't leave a bad review if you want to leave a bad review message me and tell me <laughs> don't just leave it on insta on the uh, on the itunes Tell me via Instagram and I'll do my best to solve the problems. One love, stay safe, stay happy, keep dancing. We out.